Simple Suttas, a podcast on original Buddhism. Visit us at simplesuttas.wordpress.com. Once, while staying at Anandapindaka's forest park, the Buddha was visited by a beautiful deva whose radiance lit up the forest grove. The deva asked, How did you ford the raging river? The Buddha replied, I did not stop, and I did not struggle. But why? When I began to stop, I would sink, and when I began to strain, I was washed away. Samyutanakaya 1.1 A monk once asked the Buddha, What is the most important thing that leads to awakening? The Buddha replied, Wisdom is most important. But what is the way to wisdom? Let go. There is nothing worth clinging to. If you know that, you know everything that you need to know. If you really deeply understand this, you will see everything differently. Seeing the world in this way is the source of true wisdom. Samyutanakaya 3580 Once the Buddha was staying at Kamasadamma in the Kuru country when he gave the monks this teaching. Monks, the pleasures of the senses are impermanent, empty, illusory. They are the kingdom of Mara. Don't lie to yourself. Chasing after sense pleasures is an obstacle to the practice. Remember this and meditate with a peaceful heart. Set aside unhelpful states of mind until your experience is vast or open. Or reflect on the truth that all of the pleasures of the senses in this life or any other are just mixtures of the four elements, nothing more. Or, consider the fact that all sense pleasures are just fleeting perceptions, not really worth clinging to. Practice in any of these ways again and again until you are a mature, confident meditator. When you do, you may achieve states of deep meditation which can lead to liberation. If not, you will be reborn in the heaven of deep peace. Or, You may meditate by keeping in mind that letting go of all these perceptions, even the state of deep peace, leads to the beautiful state of nothingness. Or go to a solitary place and reflect. This too is empty of any true self. Or consider, I belong to nobody and nothing truly belongs to me. Meditating in any of these ways may lead to the deep state of nothingness or even liberation here and now. If not, These kinds of practices lead to rebirth in the heaven of nothingness. Finally, you may meditate on the truth that all experiences are merely perceptions, even the deep state of peace and state of nothingness. When you let go even of these subtle perceptions, you enter the state of neither perception nor no perception. Practice in any of these ways again and again until you are a mature, confident meditator. When you do, You may achieve states of deep meditation which can lead to liberation. If not, you may be reborn in the heaven of neither perception nor no perception. Then Ananda asked, What if one meditated like this, saying to themselves, Perhaps it is not me or mine. It will not be me or mine. I will give up what is and what will be. They could use this practice to become peaceful. Would that practice lead to liberation? The Buddha replied, it might or it might not, depending on the person. If that meditator clings to that peace, they will not be perfectly free. 
Ananda asked. But what is left to cling to? The Buddha answered, For one who has let go of peace, only the state of neither perception nor no perception is left to cling to. Ananda said, It seems to me that if a meditator is to cling to any state, that is the best. The Buddha replied, Yes, indeed, Ananda. If a meditator finds the deep peace of meditation, but is able to let go of even that, they are definitely on the path to liberation. One last question asked Ananda, what really is liberation? When you have set aside sense pleasures, answered the Buddha, set aside perceptions, set aside even the deep state of peace, the state of neither perception nor no perception, that is as far as any idea of self can go. That is the end of death. It is liberation of the mind by not grasping at anything. Now, out of love for my disciples, I have taught you the path to the deep state of peace, the state of neither perception nor no perception and liberation. This is what you need to know. Now go to a solitary place and practice. Don't look back and with regret. This is my teaching. Majjhima Nikaya 106 once, the Buddha was staying near Savati at the palace built by Visakha, Megara's mother. The Brahmin Ganaka Moggallana came to ask him about the Dhamma. Why is Gotama? he asked. When we are teaching math, we work our way up by multiplying, first the ones, then the twos, then the threes, and so on up to a hundred. It's the same when training archers. Little by little, one learns to hit a target further and further away. I am a Brahmin. When a Brahmin teaches the Vedas, they progressively learn more and more subtle teachings. Does your Dhamma and discipline also have a progressive training? Yes, indeed, replied the Buddha. When a trainer begins working with an unbroken horse, they start by having the horse learn to take the bit. In just this way, I train monks, nuns, and spiritual seekers to develop their discipline. Ganaka Moggallana said to the Buddha, Do all of your disciples achieve liberation? Some do and some don't, replied the Buddha. Now why would that be, Ganaka Moggallana responded with a wry smile. If your Dhamma was so perfect, then why do some of your disciples fail to achieve liberation? If Nibbana really exists, if your teaching is accurate, if you are such an amazing teacher, then why do so many Buddhists never achieve liberation? The Buddha, unperturbed, asked, Do you know the way to Rajagaha? Well, yes, but I don't see what that has to do with Nibbana. Suppose somebody asks you for directions to Rajagaha. You know the way, so you tell him, sure, go this way, then after a while turn that way, take a turn west at the village until you get to the market, keep going on down the road to Rajagaha with all its lovely parks, fields, and ponds. Now, let's say this person takes a wrong turn at the village, going east instead of west. Will they end up at Rajagaha? No. But does it then follow that you gave them the wrong directions? Does it follow that Rajagaha doesn't exist? I tell you, Ganaka Moggallana, Nibbana does exist. The Dhamma is the way to Nibbana, and I am teaching you the true way. Some who listen will follow the path all the way, and some will not. All I can do is point the way. Majjhima Nikaya 107